Hello and welcome to the Art of Selling Online Courses. We are here to share winning strategies and secret hacks from top performers in the online course industry. My name is John Ainsworth and I'm joined today by Dennis Moons. Now, Dennis is the founder of Store Growers and he's an e-commerce pay-per-click expert from Belgium and he's been running Google Ad campaigns for over 12 years. He's managed over $5 million in ad spend for e-commerce businesses in niches as diverse as fashion and apparel, supplements, beauty, cosmetics, consumer electronics, home decor, manufacturing, all kinds of things all across the world. And we're going to talk today, it's like a case study episode. We're going to go through Dennis's experience and where he was, and then he joined up to our instant course sales program and what he's implemented and the results he's got from it. And hopefully you'll be able to learn something for your business where you can actually implement some of these ideas yourself. So Dennis, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Happy to be here. So can you talk everybody through, just to give a bit of context, who do you help? I talked it through kind of very briefly, but just who do you help and what kind of problem are you solving for them? Yeah, sure. So um, I basically help e-commerce businesses with their Google Ads. So sometimes that's the uh, business owner uh, who's reaching out, who's been managing all of the, the Google Ads campaigns himself. Um, and kind of realized that the he or she needs uh, needs more help, uh, or somebody on their team can also be um, sometimes CEO buys it and he says like okay go follow this uh, and 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 implement it, um, or it's also all of the freelancers and consultants that work with e-commerce businesses. So it's basically like those two groups um, really help them to get get better at Google Ads and become more more effective. Nice. Okay, that makes sense. And so the course covers about that. Have you got like different courses? How does that how does that break down? Yeah, so Google Ads is actually quite a big platform. Like people usually like throw it all together. Uh, but then if you look into it, there's like YouTube ads. There are everything that you see in the search results. There's all the kind of display banners that you see. Um, so for someone coming into it and not having a lot of experience with it, it can be quite overwhelming to know where to start. Um, so that's like also part of where we first start kind of help to figure out like an e-commerce business what type of customers do you have what type of products like what type of campaign is right for you so helping them to figure that out is kind of like the starting point and following up on that we have like several different courses that cover like every angle um, of the google ads uh, ecosystem where it's relevant for uh, for e-commerce businesses so you've been running this for a while, right? Sending these courses um, and you you really good with Google ads and you've got this particular niche. So that's awesome. So what, what was the thing that made you decide to reach out for help? Yeah. So I, I've been running, um, I've been basically blogging ever since I started as like a freelancer, which is about 10 years ago. Um, and about five years ago, I would say I kind of started specializing in e-commerce and Google ads. I started blogging about it, and so I got a lot of people um, onto onto my blog, reading it, onto my email list, um, and then I also had the idea I'm going to start creating courses around it. Um, and in the beginning, so that's I think five years ago, I created like a first version of a course, and like in the beginning, the numbers were really like too small to notice. Um, but over the years, it has it has grown and. It's, grown quite well but I think during the last year I've been kind of um, like stuck on like a plateau uh, where the revenue wouldn't really grow Um, and although I was getting more people to my site that's always been my main focus 
um, writing great articles, getting people to the site. So although that was growing, email list was growing, the, the actual number of sales wasn't really growing. Uh, and I was kind of frustrated about it because obviously like creating good content, uh, I also started working with writers, putting it out. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and if you don't really have anything consistent uh, coming in in terms of sales, um, that can be really frustrating because you will do you will be selling really well one month, um, and then you will kind of um, use that to kind of base your future uh, investment decisions on, uh, which is like totally uh, the wrong approach probably. Um, but so yeah, and then the next month you're only selling I don't know like. Uh, $2,000 worth of courses or something where that's already more, you've already spent that much. So it's kind of, um, I've always had to juggle doing consulting work, like having to do consulting work with these course sales. Um, and after 10 years of doing the consulting work, I was kind of getting a bit burned out, not, not burned out, but kind of getting tired of doing the same things. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I, I couldn't really focus uh, on my online courses either. So it's kind of like stuck somewhere uh, in the middle. Um, and that made me realize uh, that there, there has to be a better answer. Like I, I knew I, I, I knew some people that were selling more courses, were doing more in revenue, that something that getting it to a level that, that's more comfortable um, so I think it was mainly like being stuck uh, and kind of frustrated with the, the thing that I was trying, like throwing more traffic at it. Mm. Um, and that, that wasn't working. So that, that was the main, the main reason for, for looking for help. Yeah. And I think if you're listening to this and you're thinking that sounds kind of familiar, that's what I'm like. It's basically like, this is almost everybody I talk with has got a similar-ish kind of story to, to what you're saying, Dennis. It's like, I make courses I drove more traffic. It wasn't making me enough money. So I made more courses and drove more traffic. And it's like, if, but it's somehow it's not quite working well enough. And there's a bit in the middle. And it's like, that's, that's our gig is like helping people with the bit in the middle. How do you convert the traffic into the, you know, buying the courses kind of thing. So what did yeah. you see? Like, what was any big problems that you saw? You mentioned you kind of hit a plateau, but I don't know. What was it? Did you, did you have anything in mind that you're like, I'm, I, I know this is an area I need to improve and you didn't know what to do? Or what was the, what was the situation for you? I think just being um, overwhelmed a bit with all of the elements that make up. So I, I knew like I needed the funnel and I needed to work on the funnel. And um, I'd watched some of your, of your stuff. Like somebody had sent like a presentation of like the perfect funnel and you had the, the webinar funnel and stuff. So I knew that I had to, Kind of work on that but still within like do a funnel there are a lot of details uh <laughs> that you need to get right uh so it's it's all about like getting i don't know how, as soon as people are on your website how, how do you get enough people to opt in uh which has always been like kind of like average results nothing really amazing um and then also once they're on your email list like how do you successfully sell stuff to them because as I said, uh, I was getting more people to the site. I was getting also more people onto the email list. Uh, but for some reason, there was never like any consistency um, to uh, to the revenue. So that's that's also what made it more frustrating to kind of um, there there was no system to kind of um, 
scale further or something or, or believing. So I think mainly it's about like all of the different elements of the funnel, like where do you start optimizing? Basically, where how do you identify like what's missing? So maybe I was missing like a piece to uh, for people signing up to the newsletter to buying my first course. Uh, so maybe there was something there in between. So I really didn't have like a good a uh, good idea of, of where to start, like to, to improve this whole system. Um, and as I said, I was kind of mainly focused on, on driving the traffic. So um, if you if you talked with me a couple months ago, um, I was thinking about like scaling my business and like hiring help. What did that look like? Well, it was like probably high, trying to hire like more writers or more people that cr could create content or something. Well, today that's that's like, probably not, not one of my top three priorities. So it's kind of, kind of shifted uh, quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Doing, you're saying like earlier that Google Ads, there's lots of bits to Google Ads. What kind of bit do you need? And then how do you do that? It's like with funnels, it's like build funnel is a, is a bit too big of a to-do list to have on, you know, a bit of a, an item to only to-do list, isn't it? So, I think this is really interesting. I kind of just want to dig into this a little bit more. So you felt like you you knew that you needed to work on it, but you didn't know what to work on. How did that, and you said then your priority was drive more traffic. Was that because driving more traffic was something you knew how to do, but build funnel was not something? Because you said you needed to work on the funnel, but actually your top thing was drive more traffic. Yeah, so the basically like the, the, the funnel was get just get more people signed up to the list so that I, I then could do like a email promotion like once in a while. So mm -hmm. the that that's kind of like the the part that I knew or the small part of like do a funnel that I knew. Yeah. Um, and then the drive traffic, yeah, that's that's the thing that, that I've been doing. So before so basically I think I've been blogging in some sort of the other for about 15 years. So I'm quite familiar with it. Um, I know how to drive traffic. I know how to put out great, great content that people like, like that's the number one thing people also come to me for, like when they sign up or buy a course, I ask them like, what, what made you decide? And like, yeah, the, the articles are amazing. So in my head that that's what's what the business needed, like more of that great stuff. So, mm -hmm. and since I, I knew how to do it, it's kind of, that's where, where my mind first went. Um, Got it. Yeah, that makes total sense. And so if you hadn't signed up for the program, what do you think, uh, what kind of impact do you think it would have had? Where do you think you would have, would have been? Yeah, probably like pretty much the same place I, I was at before, like trying to pursue like more traffic um, even before starting the program. Uh, so I knew that kind of the, the traffic alone, um, like it's a, it's a long game and it, it takes a long time to, to, I don't know, double the traffic through SEO. Like it takes quite, quite a bit of work. Yeah. Um, so I knew I wanted to tr try and scale a bit more. Um, so I tried like Facebook ads as well. So probably like if I hadn't gone, gone through the course, that's something that I would have kept trying or kept doing, uh, which I had tried in the past as well, uh, but I wasn't really um, successful with it. Like I never could uh, make it work, even though I'm, I'm pretty familiar with Facebook and I have run campaigns like it's already a couple of years ago, but I did, I used to run campaigns for clients as well. So I'm super familiar with the platform and, and how everything goes, but 
um, applied to like the economics of my own business, I, I couldn't get it to work. Um, and I also couldn't see like how others were doing, even though like it's quite straightforward. <laughs> so I think like if I would, wouldn't have done a program, probably would be kind of at the same level. Um, so I was I was making like before going through the program, in in good months I would do um, like five thousand dollars somewhere there, and then it would go month that I would have months of like one to two thousand dollars or something. So you see like quite quite a big swing, uh, and it wasn't really like anything I could point to. Like I would go check in Google Analytics, and everybody would come like be SEO or direct traffic or something, and then I would get like three in a row. And then nothing for like two weeks or something. So it's super frustrating. Uh, yeah, totally. And uh, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I also in that same place, I'm stuck with like, what is it that I need to focus on with this build funnels too big of a, of a topic? We've got um, some videos that explain about how do you figure out what area to focus on and what are the top areas to work on? Just go to our Facebook group. It's advanced course creators and go to the guides section and you're going to find some videos where it's going to show you like how to how to understand this, how to make it all, how to figure out what to focus on. So you joined the program, which was great. And uh, when was that? How long ago was that? Uh, probably two months, two months and a half, something like that. Cool. And you mentioned you were previously doing about up to four thousand, like one one and a half to four thousand dollars a month. What was your what's your results been since you joined the program? Yeah, so the first, uh, so I, before I had had like my, my best month until then had been like 7K. That'd been like an outlier, uh, which I'd been like very happy with. Um, so I, in the first month since going through the course, um, I did I actually had a month of like $17,000. So that's like 10,000 more than my best month uh, ever before. So that was quite a jump and it didn't really... <laughs> involve anything um, that, that I thought I needed, right? So my SEO traffic didn't double or even triple, or I also didn't do Facebook ads. Um, so that's that's quite, quite different from, from what I had in mind. So, And one of the things I loved about that is not only did you do $10,000 more than your previous best month, but you did it while you were on holiday at the end of that month as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of, um, I knew what to prepare and I had prepared a lot in the, in the weeks before going on holiday. Um, and then like the actual sales or the actual um, big month or big sales week actually uh, came in while I was away. So, oh, or I, I kind of was like on the computer a little bit, but <laughs> not, not focused on it full time. But uh, yeah, that's definitely like a, it's kind of a result of putting in all the work before, but then like at that moment, it doesn't really feel real because you're not spending time at that moment, but still like making a good bit of money. So yeah, it's fun. I like it. All right, cool. So what's different? What's that people want to know, like tactically, what did you change? So what did you implement that made that difference? Yeah. So the, the biggest thing was email promotions. Um, and I had always known about the importance of email. Um, I think Pretty much from day one, I had like an email newsletter sign up thing and lead magnets and on all the things uh, to grow the email list. Um, and what I was doing before is I was so I had like two big courses and I was selling them 
each like two times a year. So that meant I was doing four promotions every year. Um, and if you would check my, um, my revenue data, you would see that the months uh, that I would do an email promotion, I would really ha have like a spike in revenue, like the 7,000 that was my best month before. That was like in a month when I did the email promotion. Um, but after doing that, like promoting two courses two times a year, um, I kind of didn't know like what else there was to do. Uh, right. Uh, so in the like in the course, one of the um, first things um, or one of the things we, we, we were taught like first in the first couple of weeks uh, was to do two email promotions a month. Um, and that felt like pretty overwhelming, overwhelming because like before I would do like for a year. So I don't know, that's one every 10 weeks. <laughs> and now you're doing one every two weeks. So um, I had a lot of. Um, um, a lot of ideas about what would happen to my list and people would, wouldn't like it and would unsubscribe. And, um, but yeah, so what I did is like two email promotions for that, that first month. And that resulted in me doing uh, $17,000. So powerful stuff in it. Yeah. Really interesting. Uh, One of the things that I find, there's two things I find that people tell me is like their concerns when they do, when we say to do more email promotions, two things that kind of, jump out and I think you touched on both of them there one is um, everyone's going to unsubscribe I spent ages building up this email list and now when I do this everybody's going to unsubscribe and the second one that everybody tells me is uh, it's going to take too long it's going to take too long to write these emails and I'm not going to have time to do it and do everything else I'm working on was that was that right is that how were those things that you felt as well yeah the first one um, especially because um, I think Everybody that's been on my list now, like it has taken me a long time to get there. Um, and I did put in a lot of effort of always like giving. So when I say like I was doing four email promotions a year, I was emailing people every week, but I would always like try to add new content or a new video or something. So always like giving like free value. Um, and going through the course and, and starting to email people more, I've kind of also shifted a bit my perspective on, on having people on an email list. Um, you're not running like an email list to run an email list. It's like the email list is part of your business. You run a business and part of like do running a business is like you have an email list that you send like valuable stuff to. Um, so that kind of helped me over get over the, the idea that um, I shouldn't be sending so many promotions. Um, and then on the other hand, like I had somebody that after, after like a week of sending them emails, I had somebody reach out to one of like the most promotional emails that I've ever sent. And he said, Oh, this is great content, Dennis. Thank you so much for helping, helping <laughs> people like us out. And uh, that kind of made me realize like what I find super promotional. Um, I always try to pack a little bit of value into every email um, so that, that it's not just, um, Hey, discount, discount, buy now, buy now, course is closing. Like you need to kind of balance it a little bit to, to a level where, where you find it more comfortable. Um, I know probably like some of those, um, some of those ideas, yeah, I could probably send more email, be more promotional and still sell more. It's kind of, you have to go, I think through this journey a little bit to kind of discover like a, a rhythm that, that, that makes more sense. Um, so, so that, that's one part. People are going to unsubscribe. 
On the other hand, like that it would take too much time. Um, to me, like the, the, the biggest time component of doing this hasn't really been um, writing the actual emails, uh, but it's more in having enough things to sell to people, right? So I, as I told you before, I have like two courses. Um, so you can't like promote the same two courses like every two weeks, right? So if somebody that you pitched like two weeks ago, you're not going to pitch them the same thing today again. Yeah. So it's kind of um, rotating the, the offers, like creating new ones out of your existing material, um, looking for gaps, what are other things you can teach people. That is kind of like the most um, like um, component that takes more most time, like coming up with the actual offers and, and producting courses, not the actual selling. That's once you have like the offer, like the selling, at least to me, it's like relatively easy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think people have a lot of things that they assume are reasons why they can't do this stuff. And I think you, you touched on something else there as well, which was, ah, oh, but I've only got this many courses. And they don't think about the fact that it's actually possible to do something that uh, we learn about from digital marketer called product splintering, where you can take an existing course and break it out into smaller sections and sell those, those bits individually which then gives you the opportunity to have more offers that you make to people without having created more training. And the one thing that I see from almost all course creators is if they can see an opportunity to spend time creating another course, it's like they'll take it. And it's like, no, please just wait. Let's make some more money first. You know, so it's like, it doesn't have to mean creating a ton more courses. If you've got a load, like um, uh, David, who's going through the program as well, I think he's got like, I don't know, 20 different courses or something like that. It's like, okay, cool. You're good. You could just cycle through all of those. But if you don't, there's, there's kind of ways around it. Awesome. Um, if anybody was thinking this sounds kind of interesting and uh, is curious about joining up to, to sign up for the program, what would you say to them? I would, I would recommend them to do it. Um... I think because it's it kind of offers you, uh, especially if you if you if you're kind of in the same situation where um, you've been going at it for a long time, but you're kind of out of big ideas or ideas that you think will have like a big impact. Like you could do another I don't know redesign of your website or something, or or start with Facebook ads or something. Um, but I think all of those are kind of um, like additions to what you already have. Um, and it's more important about putting in like the foundation um, so that like everything you do after and any, I know, advertising you do or any new courses that you add kind of fit into your, your foundation first. And I think this going through the course has really helped me to kind of get the foundation um, in place or like I, I still have some pieces that are missing, kind of also knowing like, okay, what is like the first thing that I need to put there just to to have something in the foundation and then you can start going through it again like start optimizing different bits um, but but that you kind of know like what is missing basically because um, probably like in your funnel there's going to be like one or two things that are missing that are like a person comes to your website they sign up to your email and then there's like a steps and a couple of different steps that they, they go through and if one of those steps is missing um that might mean that you lose like a lot of opportunity it's not doesn't mean that nothing will work but it's 
probably like something that what I, what I was experiencing where you kind of see growth plateau and you're not really sure why. Uh, so that might be one of the, the reasons why. So um, I think that's that's what the course really helped me to help me go through the different steps and kind of understand like what is missing and what is necessary and also what is good to ignore. What is um, what is not for now? What is like till you get to 100K or something uh, like that? Yeah, I think that's so important. And it's so hard to know, isn't it? Sometimes of like, there's a hundred things I could do, which ones are worth it and which ones are crucially, what ones are not worth it so that I can put the time into the right place. Nice. Yeah. And it's it's probably not going to be the same for, for everyone, right? So some, uh, especially going through the course, like uh, we had like a number of, of people with actually very different problems in the funnel. So that's kind of also interesting to see that the, the everybody's blind spots are like different blind spots. So uh, yeah, and no, there's somebody who we helped, we had go through and who helped him to increase his revenue by like six grand a month by focusing on his checkout pages. But it's not for everybody. That's just for him. It happened to be that was his spot that he needed to to improve it. Yeah. So again, a reminder: if you found this useful and you want to know, okay, more detail about how the model works, like get some of these answers Dennis has talked through about, like, okay, what's all the different opportunities of where you could be making more money? The two email promotions a month for it is one example, but there's other places, other spots for different people. Go join the Facebook group so it's advanced course creators. Uh, there'll be a couple of questions to join, and then join that and go to the guide section, and you're going to be able to get access to. Um, a whole lot of videos that's going to talk you through how this whole system works. And if you're interested in the program that we've been talking about, uh, you can just email me, john at datadrivenmarketing.co or join the Facebook group and message us uh, any way you want to get a hold of us. It's basically about trying to double your revenue for your online courses over the course of eight weeks. That's our goal. Thanks, Dennis. Really appreciate you taking part. If anybody's interested to find out more about your courses, where should they go? Yeah, so uh, happy to uh, to share my uh, my results. Uh, it's been a it's been a fun a fun journey. So uh, happy to spread the word. Um, so if anybody's interested in learning more about the courses or just want to take a look uh, at my website, uh, it's over at storegrowers.com. Um, and if they just want to say hi or reach out or something, a good place is Twitter as well. Uh, my name is Dennis Moons uh, at Twitter. So uh, happy to uh, to interact with you there as well. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks again, Dennis. And uh, let's call it a day there.